Welcome to Franchise Voice from the International Franchise Association. I'm your host, Jack Munson. Joining us today is Vera Shafiq. She's the VP of Digital Strategy at Location 3. Vera, how are you? I'm doing great, Jack. How are you? I'm doing great. Uh, glad to speak with you again. It's It's been a while, hasn't it? It sure has. Yeah, it's been a while. I think the last time I saw you was at the IFA, not this year, but the year before. I didn't even get to see you this year. Yeah, they're they're all kind of blurring together. IFA this year was so big and there were so many people. It was it was hard to keep track of who you've seen and who you haven't. It, uh, But I guess that's a good thing. There were just so many great conversations happening at IFA, a lot of which were around digital marketing and what people are doing this year and what some of their strategies and tactics are. So we thought it might be a good conversation for you and I to have today. Let's start with this. In this really uncertain economic era that we're in right now, why on earth does someone need to market more? I think there's a lot of brands out there and a lot of local small business owners who think, wow, we've got recession, we've got economic uncertainty, I'm not going to spend money on marketing this year. Why is that a terrible idea? Yeah, um, well, we've seen this uh, in several examples with clients where, you know, those that actually continue and stay the course during an economic recession with their marketing come out of the other end in a much better position. They are um, top of mind with consumers. Consumers may cut back on spending during the recession, but once things get better, which they always do, uh, consumers will be um, remembering brands that have been advertising during that period. So we see it all the time. Um, brands that continue to spend marketing dollars during recessions gain market share, gain the competitive edge and usually come out very successful and grow grow faster. Do you have clients right now that you're working with who are actually taking advantage of the economic uncertainty right now and and maybe trying to use this as a as a time to gain some traction on their competition? Do you see that happening much? Yeah, absolutely. We do. We do have clients that are running uh, brand awareness, uh, really kind of going heavy on the brand awareness campaigns. Uh, really doubling down on, you know, the full funnel to make sure that, you know, they are not falling off in terms of of traction and continue that flywheel and that momentum. And, um, you know, they're doing great. So I certainly recommend, you know, marketing to, to, to continue to be a, a big piece of your uh, business strategy during a recession. I want to find out a little bit more about some of those tactics. But before we get there, give us sort of a, a an overview of Location 3 and the services that you're working with, with both the franchisors and the franchisees, uh, local business owners? Yeah, so we are the um, marketing, we have a couple of divisions. So we have Local Act, which is our local marketing platform uh, software with a service where franchise owners can log into the platform and create marketing campaigns, add budgets, we have a system where they can run full funnel campaigns through local act, paid search, paid social, YouTube, display, um, LSAs, local service ads, which are something new and really good for service area businesses now. Local SEO is another piece of that. 
So it gives the franchisees freedom to really uh, kind of customize their marketing strategy through the platform. And we have local advisors that are around to help them um, at any time that they need help, advice, recommendations. Then the flip side of that is location three, which is our enterprise level division. And I head up that division in terms of strategy. And that is kind of more bigger picture marketing, enterprise level strategy, uh, national and corporate campaigns, uh, measurement and all of the stuff that goes into kind of uh, the larger picture. So attribution comes into that as well. So even with the larger picture, you're you're dealing with enterprise level clients, franchisors, national or maybe even global brands, but they're still focused on the the economics and the growth of their local franchisees across the country. Is that right? Correct. Yeah. I mean, they're certainly um, very focused in on how the local franchise owners are performing, um, are able to run their business operations and marketing. Um, and the, w- the way that Location 3 really helps them is to provide them support with balancing the two, right? So it's not, there's not that we don't work in silos. We work together, mm-hmm. Location 3 and Local Act to really drive that those synergies between local advertising and national advertising. What's working the best right now when it comes to local or national advertising? What channels and what types of content really seem to be helping to helping those local business owners and the brands to drive more business right now? Is it is it Facebook, is it Instagram, is it something new? Where do you see most people succeeding right now? Yeah, I mean, that is a great question. It's not a one-size-all-fits-all answer. Uh, It really depends on the brand and their goals. Um, We are seeing a lot of good movement in the full funnel strategy with things like YouTube. So YouTube is a huge opportunity for our clients that we see a lot of them uh, having success with. Of course, with YouTube, you need great creative. Um, so really working together with our clients to make sure that the creative is going to have, um, it's going to resonate with the audience, right? But um, what we see our clients doing is um, investing in that full funnel strategy. So, you know, getting away from single tactic strategy and moving into a much more holistic solution. Um, and then what we see there is we're able to measure and attribute how all of those channels are working together to drive results for the for the enterprise as a whole. Um, on the local side, you know, we see we're seeing great success with local SEO, which is one of our offerings. Uh, it's something that um, has been really challenging to get right. Uh, you know, local SEO is a kind of elusive aspect of, of local marketing. But um, if you do it right, if you, you know, it's all about backlink creation, it's all about creating good, solid content um, and targeting those right keywords that are going to drive results for your business. We've been able to drive amazing results for our local franchisees on that side of, side of the coin. So just a, just a lot of full funnel strategy going on. It's good to hear uh, there's still a lot of SEO work happening out there, I think, you and I probably disagree with all of those naysayers that are constantly saying SEO is dead. I've been hearing that for you know five years <laughs> now, and and it still seems to be driving a lot of business for a lot of, especially local businesses. 
For sure. I mean, SEO is a marathon, not a sprint, right? But yeah, at the same yeah. time, if you, yeah, but you know, so it's hard to see those results immediately. I mean, with, with local SEO, we see results within two to three months of implementing, which is amazing. But if you think about it, SEO is the foundation on which you build your marketing. And especially in times like this, when we're in recession or, you know, looming recession, um, it's a strategy that's going to kind of set you in good stead for when you can't uh, inject as many marketing dollars into your paid strategy, right? So, you know, I would say certainly invest in SEO. If you can do it locally, that's great. Then you can layer on your paid tactics. Um, and then things also like CRO, conversion rate optimization. That's another, you know, owned media strategy, which um, really needs to be set in a great foundation before you start to drive paid traffic to pages, because otherwise you're just dealing with a leaky bucket, right? Wasting mm -hmm. dollars, sending them to pages that are not converting. Um, so we see that a lot. And I, I would say those are the two tactics that uh, any enterprise should focus on first before they start to drive, you know, paid traffic to landing pages. And now we're going to get into the good part. We've come up with a great strategy. We're doing great tactics and we're driving more business to those local franchisees, how do we report that back to everyone in the chain from national all the way down to local? How do we show them what's working and what's not? Yeah, that's that's the key, right? That's the million dollar question. So I think measurement is, is really, again, foundational to success. If you're going to be spending money activating media, you need to get your measurement right, get that measurement house in order. Um, so, I mean, you can start with simple things like making sure that you're tracking the correct KPIs. Are you, are you tracking primary and secondary conversion actions that mean something to your business as a whole? Um, then, you know, the next step would be, uh, value-based bidding. This is something that we see a lot of clients or prospects or just franchisors not really doing well, especially if they're lead, lead gen types of businesses, right? Which is, Okay, you're driving leads, but how much do those leads, uh, how much are they value to your business? And so applying values so that our advertising platforms have something to work against and can optimize towards those higher value conversions versus the lower value ones, right? So that's another thing that, um, you know, we're really pushing our clients towards. And then finally, you get into the really kind of big complex stuff, which is really the holy grail of marketing, things like attribution, right? Understanding how each of your paid tactics are working together to drive conversions and which ones potentially could not be moving the needle for your business and that you need to maybe perhaps cut from the media mix, right? So really understanding that um, through uh, a single source of truth platform. And that's something that we offer our clients is an attribution engine, which allows them to suck all of their data online, offline, um, even their sales data and their revenue data into one single source of truth where they can see where um, results are being driven for the business from a revenue perspective. And I think that's the key. Um, I would say on the local side of things, you know, we want to give visibility to franchisees into where them, their hard-earned cash is going, quite frankly, right? So that's where Local Act comes in. I mentioned, you know, Local Act is our, our software with a service they're able to log in 24-7 and see um, as an overview how their money is working for them in terms of marketing, as well as drilling down into individual tactics 
to see, you know, what kind of phone calls are being driven, what kind of leads are being driven, what kind of sales are being driven. So it's a double-edged sword or, or I guess a two-pronged approach. Um, but I think you hit the nail on the head there is that measurement at the end of the day needs to be done properly in order to be a, an effective marketer in this day and age. Yeah. And I love what you said about the value-based bidding. I think a negative thing in franchising over the past, we'll say decade and a half has been the growth of a lot of agencies or services who focus on the number of leads right? or maybe the low cost of leads and um, the reporting that so many people hear about is, hey, we got a thousand leads and your cost per lead is down. Terrific. Thank you. Goodbye. Good night. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. But the leads were all terrible. So I think the, the fact that that you folks are putting this this value based bidding or 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 a a certain amount of value on the leads is that sort of weighting it as a lead is fitting a certain profile or persona type thing or how do you actually attribute the value to those individual leads because I'm fascinated by that idea yeah so calculating values is really a matter of backing into those values so you want to start with numbers like customer lifetime value um, and then, you know, what your CAC is, your, your customer acquisition cost. So we have a, we actually have a really neat formula uh, workbook that we use where we get these business-based values and we, we feed them into a sheet and then we can kind of back into how much uh, a marketing qualified lead should be worth versus a sales qualified lead versus a phone call that just comes in versus maybe just a form submission. So we kind of back into values and we use things like conversion rate and lead to sales ratio, right? So it sounds very geeky, but it's it's all based on math. And at the end of the day, I'd say marketing is a very large part mathematics <laughs> um, and just kind of using um, numbers to understand what results we're driving. So long story short, you know, a business may not know what their lead value should be, but we can help them to figure that out using formulas and things like that. So yeah, that's what we do. So there is a lot of math and it's it's all data driven, but it yeah. feels like there is some wisdom behind that too. And, and some experience in franchising, which it sounds like you and your team definitely have to know what actually makes one lead more valuable than another. And your customer might not actually know that until they have somebody open up the hood and take a look at the engine. Yeah, exactly. I really do think it's, um, to your point, it's not all about volume of leads. Mm -hmm. It should be quality of leads. And when we start to kind of really get hyper-focused on CPLs, right, we start to lose track of actual growth and scale opportunities. We could actually be throttling ourselves to the point where we're not allowing our business to grow because we're so fixated on this low CPL that we need to hit, right? Yeah. <laughs> so um, that's something that we continue to educate our clients on and really kind of help them to get out of that mindset and get more into that value-based um, kind of mentality. I love that process. Let's talk about what's next in the rest of 2023 and into 2024. What other trends are you seeing and um, what other types of new things are you working on right now? Yeah, so... Um, 
really, I mentioned one of them, which is attribution. We That's something new in terms of really getting sophisticated with our attribution um, measurement. Um, so we're getting more into the use of AI to understand and forecast um, how we should be spending our clients' marketing dollars, right? So we have a platform that we uh, are able to really see the impact that all of the channels are, are having on, on our client's business and then use things like predictive metrics and AI to extrapolate and forecast out into the future. So this is something that we're really excited about. And I think it's going to really move the needle for a lot of our clients. Uh, um, and then really talking about AI, AI is top of mind, I think, for a lot of people sure. right now. Um, <laughs> and we, we're certainly, um, as a marketing agency, really diving deep into uh, what AI and machine learning can do for us, not only as an agency, but for our clients to help them to gain savings and efficiencies in their marketing processes. So we actually have a, an AI task force um, that meets every week and really discusses all of the latest and greatest in AI. Um, and then we're testing and, and kind of leveraging stuff that we feel that eventually we are going to be able to um, help our clients to to use those platforms and those um, tools to kind of have an edge up or a leg up on their competition. Excellent. I would love to follow up with you a little bit later in the year and, and maybe stay on top of what your AI task force is coming up with, because Absolutely. it's something that just changes constantly. And who knows where we'll be six months from now with AI and how franchise systems are using AI in their day-to-day -day marketing work. Yeah, I know. Maybe we'll we'll be out of a job in six months. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think you will be. It's um, <laughs> as a friend of mine said, AI will not replace your job. Um, AI will allow you to replace a lot of your time. So that's I think, right. Uh, yeah, I, I think marketers that are gravitating toward it right now, especially in the franchise space, because franchising is nothing but scaling everything out to an unlimited level, and I think that's where. Um, I see so many franchisors that are jumping on and, and actually figuring out how to save themselves some time using multiple AI tools and, and techniques that um, it's really a fascinating time to be involved in digital and marketing and franchising all at the same time. And Vera, you seem to be right in the middle of that Venn diagram right now. <laughs> yeah, it, it certainly is a fun time. And you know what, with AI and things like ChatGPT, I think the key buzzword here is prompt engineering. Um, mm -hmm. We talk about this all the time is if you are able to craft good prompts and tell the AI what you need in very detailed language, then you're going to be successful. So um, that's something that we're really focusing on and kind of uh, understanding how to be good prompt engineers. That's fantastic. <laughs> if anyone would like to learn a little bit more about what you're doing with Location 3 and Local Act where can they find more and where can they connect with you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, first of all, our website, so location3.com and localact.com. Those are um, two places that anyone can go and learn more about us. And then I'm always happy to uh, converse with anyone on LinkedIn. So you can find me on LinkedIn at Vera Shafiq. So um, yeah, looking forward to uh, speaking to everyone and anyone who wants to talk about measurement and how to kind of get a leg up in marketing in 2023. Excellent. Vera Shafiq, thank you so much for joining Franchise Voice today, and we hope to see you soon. Thanks, Jack.
thanks to you for listening to Franchise Voice from the International Franchise Association. For more information, go to franchise.org.